Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. All right, so what I'm getting at is this. I don't have very many good things to say about Major League Baseball these days. Yes, I had Dave Roberts on. Yes, I had Bruce Bochy on this week. These are good things. I'm talking about Major League Baseball as an entity. I don't have very many good things to say. In fact, I don't have any good things to say, which is unfortunate because I love baseball. It's sort of like when Rick Pitino said, it's not St. John's, it's my team. It's not St. John's, it's my team. Same thing. It's not baseball. It's the people who run baseball. The people who are running baseball are running it straight into the ground. I love the sport. But the people who run the sport seem like they hate the sport. But this time, I've got to hand it to them for once. Because for once, the people who run baseball actually came up with a great idea. Again, a very graphic idea, but a great idea. Now, because it's a great idea and it was come up with by the people who run the sport, it was probably unintentional. It was probably by accident. In fact, I'm sure it was by accident because there's no way they meant to do this. But let me give credit where credit is due because it's actually amazing. It's actually genius. The newest innovation to the game is the oldest trick in the book. The new idea to get more eyeballs on the sport is to give those eyeballs something to look at. Or really, I should say, give those eyes some balls to look at. Some bats and balls. Because the new baseball innovation that debuted this week, and I love it, I want to give the league a ton of credit for this, but the new innovation is see-through pants. I told you this would have some Alvin DeLauro energy. Alvy's already aroused, excited. And when you see these pants, you're all going to be excited. Like the pants. See, Alvy? You're going to wonder where they've been our entire lives, these pants. When you see right through these pants for the first time, you're going to wonder where they've been for the past 120 years of Major League Baseball. I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. MLB's new Nike uniforms manufactured by Fanatics feature see-through pants. And all you have to do to confirm this is check any of the media day photos of any team in the bigs. Just be warned, these photos are graphic. These photos are what we refer to as NSFW, not suitable for work. Because these new baseball pants are borderline erotic. Borderline erotic. Really, there's nothing borderline about it at all, actually. Which is why I love the idea. Borderline erotic. That's why I think it's such a good idea. MLB is not leaning into this enough. This should be like some sort of joint MLB only fans venture. Where the see-through uniform just gets you to the door. Gets you to the paywall. If you want to see the rest of the show, you have to go to the player's OnlyFans account. I'm telling you, it could be a major revenue driver. I mean, gambling's good. You know what's better? Porn. Seriously. 
What's a better way to drive revenue than making the bases a little bigger? See-through pants. I mean, yeah, sure. Some people might like the pitch clock. But you know what everybody likes? Porn. MLB actually gets it for once. Because nothing will get asses in those seats faster than showing a little DMB. You have to... You have to promote your best assets if you want to succeed. Especially now that people have so many entertainment options. And so many adult entertainment options. It's only logical that MLB would put a bigger spotlight on its sticks and balls. It's not even like it's a revolutionary idea either. I mean, my man Brian Giles and his naked BP way ahead of this. That was years ago. He knew exactly what the game needed. Skin. More skin. This is why I'm so surprised that the MLBPA, right, Melissa? The MLBPA is all bent right now. Tony Clark and the rest of the Players Association should be seeing this as an opportunity, as a potential moneymaker instead of some sort of problem. Tony said, quote, It's disappointing that we have landed in a place where the uniforms are the topic of discussion. End of quote. Disappointing? To whom? It's not disappointing. It's amazing. This is my favorite topic of baseball conversation in years. One of the best ideas that Rob Manford has ever produced. In fact, it might be the first good idea that that commissioner has ever produced. It's not even a good idea. It's a brilliant idea. It's the best idea, which is why I'm going to agree with something. And I never thought I'd say this, but Bob, I agree with you on something. I think that's the first time I've ever agreed with him on something. But he essentially called his shot when he said last week this about the new uniforms. The jerseys are different. They're designed to be performance wear as opposed to what has traditionally been worn. So they are going to be different, but they have been tested more extensively than any jersey in any sport. Uh, The feedback from the All-Star game last year where the jerseys were worn was uniformly positive from the players. So I think after people, you know, wear them a little bit, I think that that they're going to be really popular. You see? You see, everybody? No mistake here. No manufacturing error here. No miscalculation here. You heard it from the commission himself. These uniforms have been tested more extensively than any jersey in any sport. So, the fact that you can see the DMBs of the players right through their pants is absolutely 100% intentional. They tested the crap out of these pants to make sure you could see all that action. The DMBs aren't a bug. They're a feature. And of course they are. I don't know why this surprises anybody at all. Y'all know sex is undefeated, which is why, once again, I don't understand why the Players Association is so put out by this. Sex with me. Tony Clark also said he's been fielding pretty much nonstop complaints, and they quote, a lot of the rhetoric is confirmation that the pants are see-through. Universal concern is the pant. End of quote. Universal concern? Don't you mean universal acclaim? 
and the players don't need to provide confirmation that the pants are see-through, the league already confirmed it when they were doing their, quote, extensive testing. You know, the more extensive testing than any sport has ever done on any pair of pants. Come on, players. You're overthinking this thing. The league actually got this one right. And what do you care anyway? I mean, you're the ones who have no problem waltzing through the clubhouse with your dongs swinging around for reporters. And now you're shy? Since when? Since when? Hey, just wait. Just wait. This is like a soft rollout. Wait until the naked games start. That's when things get really spicy once again for Major League Baseball. That's when the national pastime is once again the national pastime. When we get a naked World Series or a naked home run derby. Even better. What a spectacle that would be. Again, credit to Bob Manford and all that extensive testing and hard work. See, it really does pay off. This could actually be his defining era. For instance, Selig had the Royd era. Manford may now have the Dong era. It's almost like he listened to Dong Day last year on the show. It was like, hey, you know what? You know what? That could work. That could work for us. In fact, we need a Dong Day. No, no. You know what we need? We need a Dong season. Dong Day. Hell, we're Major League Baseball. Every season should be dong season. Listen, even this guy knows baseball can't rely on baseball bats. Even I got that. Baseball can't rely on baseball alone. We all know this. Are you one of millions struggling with premature hair thinning and hair loss? Or maybe you're scared about inheriting that thinning look because it just runs in the family. Introducing Provia a real solution that delivers on its promise without the harsh side effects, unwanted chemicals, and unpleasant smells. Thanks to our friends that develop GenuCell skincare, Provia uses Procapil. It's a natural ingredient to effectively target the three main causes of premature hair thinning for men and women of any age. By supporting scalp circulation, the delivery of nourishing nutrients, and hair follicle anchoring to your scalp, Provia guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on your comb or 100% of your money back. And right now, new customers can save over 50% off Provia's introductory package at proviahair.com slash Rome. Every package includes a full 60-day supply of Provia serum for daily use plus their super concentrate that could give you faster, more noticeable results. And every order includes your choice of a free gift at checkout. See results for yourself right now. ProviaHair.com slash Rome. ProviaHair.com slash Rome. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or condition. Get this guy's see-through pants. Bob Manford had to come up with something to get people to the ballpark. So he came up with a stroke of genius. So maybe I owe this dude an apology. Maybe we all do. I know I do. Remember last week? Remember last week I took issue with his career, this bizarre career announcement? You know, the one where he said, I'm leaving. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a good day. And then he finished the thought, I'm leaving in 2029. 
I also hated that extra cringe at the end when the commissioner tried to make a joke about fun. Look, I'm 65, okay? I just started a five-year term. That, do that math, right? That makes me 70 years old. You can only have so much fun um, in one lifetime. My response to that was, the hell does that dude know about fun? When has that guy ever had fun? When have any of us ever had any fun when that guy comes around? And then I had Alvy run him for stating his age. Because you're not allowed to do that on this show. Remember, it sounded like this. Look, I'm 65. Okay. That's not a good call. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. But you know what? I am a big enough man. A big enough man to admit when I'm wrong. Wrong. And I was wrong. Apparently, Bob Manfred does know how, know how to have a good time. Apparently, Bob does want to bring that good time to the yard. And by good time, I mean good porn. As if there's any other kind. It's about time. Good porn. Frankly, it is about time. Way to go, Bob. Way to finally come up with a good idea. See-through pants. Have you seen these pictures? like the pants. Graphic. Graphic. When Justin Fields said to me, I like the pants. like the pants. It wasn't because they were see-through. They were just nice pants. Are you craving some protein after a good workout? This time, change up. Don't make a shake. Do not eat a bar. Instead, grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper. Here's why. Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and tender, and it's made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. On top of that, Old Trapper is a family-owned business, and they take their smoked beef extremely seriously. You can taste it in every single bite. Like, who wants dried out, rough beef in a bag? Nobody. That's who. Old Trapper, though, is the real deal, and it comes in four amazing flavors. Old-fashioned, teriyaki, peppered, and hot and spicy. All amazing and all different. So the next time you want a great protein and energy snack that you can have anytime, anywhere, grab some Old Trapper beef jerky. Look for it in the Clearview bag. And look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? We are joined by Greg McDermott. Greg, it's been a minute, but it's great to have you back on the show. Always good to talk to you. Greg, how are you? I'm doing great. It's awesome to be back with you. It's great to have you back. Thanks so much. So I know you've turned the page. I know you've moved on to St. John's, but Tuesday's dominant win over UConn was big on several levels. It was the 600th win of your coaching career and the first time in school history that Creighton's knocked off a top-ranked team. So how special was that win for you and your players? Uh, you know, it was an awesome night. The, the, uh, the arena was, you know, absolutely electric. Um, and, you know, the good news in Omaha is, you know, UConn's obviously a great team, but you know our fans come out to watch us play, not our opponent play. Uh, so you know it was a it was an incredible environment, and you know you you think about milestones. I think as a coach, more after you're probably finished. Um, but it's it's kind of cool to have one of the numbers kind of hit on a on a you know historic game for our program and for our institution since we've never beaten a number one. So something that I'll never forget, and you know obviously our players that were involved. Um, we'll never forget it. We don't have many court storms around here because we've been pretty good. So 
when that's the case, you don't have a lot of those at home. So it was fun for our student body as well. What a great point, Greg McDermott joining us. You know, you mentioned Omaha. I can remember, and I've told the story a number of times, but when I first syndicated this program in the early 90s, one of the first trips we made in, when we left California was to go to Omaha. I'd never been to Nebraska, and I was so blown away. And that's, of course, when Nebraska football was at its peak. But you mentioned Omaha. I think it's a great town. Can you speak for a moment about that fan base and how tight they are with the program and what they mean to you? Yeah, Jim, it's, it's an incredible sports town and, uh, you know, and, and, and really a state. And you mentioned Nebraska football and how well they're supported. Um, but, you know, the College World Series rolls in here every June and it's and it's sold out and it's Omaha supports it. We've hosted the, you know, the U.S. Olympic swim trials and it's everything's sold out. And, you know, we're averaging over 17,000 fans a game. Um, hmm. And and it, that's been the case the last you know, really since we've got went into the Big East, we've been top five or six in the country in attendance every year. So we have a very educated fan base, a very passionate fan base. Um, and, you know, we only have 4,000 undergraduate students. So it's not like there's 6,000 students that are part of that uh, 17,000. So, you know, we have a lot of people that are really invested in our program and that have helped us uh, continue to move our program forward. You know, obviously you have so much to do with that. It's such a great, great program. I love those numbers that you just pointed out too. 17,000 a night on average with a student population of that is pretty amazing. You know, when you look at the team, Greg, it's a given that shots are not going to fall every single night, even for your most reliable go-to options. So that said, how much confidence does it give you knowing that you've got four guys averaging in double figures with your top three scores going over 17 per night? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's, it's a heck of a luxury to have. And, you know, to have a guy like Ryan Kalkbrenner inside that we can establish at any time, uh, and we need to establish him even more often uh, when the outside shots aren't going. But, you know, Trey Alexander certainly, you know, can score in the mid-range, can get to the rim. Baylor Sharman uh, has been much the same uh, when three-point shots aren't going in. Uh, He's been terrific in other ways, and Stephen Ashworth, I think, is is you know his his growth since his time uh, transferring here from Utah State and getting a better feel for our system and our program and where his shots are coming from. Uh, he's been much more aggressive, <laughs> excuse me, and that aggressiveness has not only led to opportunities for him, it's led to opportunities for his teammates. So you know those guys have been really solid, and, and then we've had great play from Mason Miller at times, Jason Green, Isaac Trout. Uh, Francisco Farabella comes off the bench as a fifth-year senior, does a great job for us. So it's, it's been an unbelievable group to coach. There's, uh, they really enjoy each other, and uh, you know, as a result, we, haven't, we really haven't had a bad practice all year. Yeah, I was going to say, and I tell how much you enjoy them. You mentioned the big fella that I was going to ask you about, Ryan Kalkbrenner. He, I mean, not only is he a fierce defender, winning back-to-back Big East Defensive Player of the Year awards. In fact, Shaka Smart of Marquette said he's, quote, one of the best defensive players I have ever coached against, end of quote. How much does that big dude change the flow of the game in the paint for you? Jimmy changes it a ton because, you know, the block shots show up in the stat sheet. What doesn't show up in the stat sheet is the shots that he changes and the shots that they decide not to take because he's there. Uh, so, you know, it, it, we're one of the best in the country at defending at the rim. And obviously he has a, he has a huge part in that, but his, his ability to understand when to leave his feet, when to stay on the ground. Um, you know, I can count on one hand in four years, the amount of times he's been in foul trouble. He does all of it in a very intelligent way and, and doesn't put himself in positions, uh, where he's out of position. So he, he's been, uh, an incredible young man to coach and, 
um, went through the NBA draft process a year ago and was committed when he decided to come back. Like, if I'm going to come back, I want to get better. And uh, he certainly worked hard to do that. All right, so you're getting ready. Before I let you go, you're getting ready to face St. John Sunday at MSG. Quite a week for our guy Rick Patino, who I love. But after losing to Seton Hall, he bemoaned the fact that his team lacked toughness and athleticism and didn't move well laterally. He later apologized for all of it. When you, when you look at them on film, what do you see? Yeah, I still see a pretty pretty good basketball team, and we were re- we were very fortunate to beat them at home in January. We we trailed much of that second half. We're down as many as nine points with about eight minutes left, and, and came back and we're fortunate to win at the end. So, you know, any any team that has Coach Patino on the end of the bench, you know, he's forgotten more basketball than than I'll ever know. Um, is going to be a good basketball team, and and uh, you know the, their full court pressure, the way that he wants to play and try to disrupt the game, um, you know, with with their pressure, uh, is you know something we have to get ready for moving in into Sunday in the Garden, and you know obviously a national TV game and an important game for them as they try to stay in the NCAA tournament mix. And as we get closer to March, we're trying to position ourselves the best that we possibly can. Hey, Greg, I know you can multitask, but if you're going to break out in song for me. Like when that keyboard came out there right there, I thought we were going to have a moment. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much going on. That's just uh, that's a phone ring that I haven't figured out how to change yet. <laughs> that's funny. All right, really quickly, so I've always liked Rick. I still like Rick. What's it like having him back in the Big East? It's awesome. Uh, you know, to have someone that has accomplished what Coach Patino has in his career uh, back in our league, it, it just – it, it just adds more cachet to our league. Uh, you know, he's he's going to turn St. John's into a winner. I don't think there's any question in anybody's mind. And I, I think it's healthy for the Big East Conference when St. John's is good. And, uh, you know, I think Ed Cooley's going to do the same thing at Georgetown. And, you know, the rest of us, obviously, there's great coaches throughout this league all over the place as you, as you look at uh, the roster of coaches we have in this conference. But, um, you know, those teams have not been NCAA tournament teams at least recently. Uh, and when it gets back to that, I think I think it just makes for an incredible league in the Big East. And those who have been around long enough, you and I are the same age, but I remember <laughs> back in the day what the Big East was like. Basketball fans remember it was something else. So I agree with you. It's good to have those guys back. Greg McDermott joining us. They're having another big year. They're 20-7. and seven. They're 11-5. and five. They're number 15, and they've got a big game coming up this weekend. Greg, really appreciate you. Thanks for, so much for showing up the way you do, and it's great to have you back on the show. Always good to catch up, Jim. Thank you. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. In Alaska, I'll jump you to the front of the line. What's going on, Matt? How you doing? Good, Jimmy. How you doing today? Great. Awesome. Great. Great. I got a couple of beefs. Number one, my first beef is with myself. Sorry I wasn't present yesterday for the beef segment. Number two, I've got a beef with slobs. We all know who these people are. They order two slices of pizza, take the second one, flip it upside down on top of the first one, and now they're eating a makeshift calzone. My phone just blasted me, Jim. I'm out. Run me. Ah. Dude, I got a beef, Matt. I got a beef with you. I got a beef with you calling to have a beef outside the beef segment, which is not a bad idea. 
and I feel like you're going somewhere, and then my phone just blasted me, run me. Raider Mike. Yo, brother, what's going on? Mike, how you doing, dude? <laughs> Smack. Hey, thanks for talking the call, babe. You know, apologies for the absence. I- I've been a part of the show since, like, the early 90s, and all I feel like right now is a huge tank. Uh, but, Jim, it-, it has been a busy year for Team Raider Mike. Uh, I wrapped up a very distinguished career with the U.S. Air Force, played out my contract. You know, they-, they tried to slap the franchise tag on me, but I bailed and signed a lucrative multi-year free agent contract with Lockheed Martin. They brought me in to bolster the F-35 Lightning program at Fort Worth. Dude, new schedule, new system, new playbook. Vance Mac, I have been busier than I Ray Craig at an open bar. But here I am, my man. Let me interrupt you. Congratulations, Mike. Man, thank you for everything. I'm so proud of you. That is amazing, man. That is amazing. Congrats, brother. You know, that that's a secret that not many people take me for as being a serviceman, but uh, it's been a huge part of my life. I've taken a lot of pride in it, and it's on to uh, bigger and better things. Uh, you know, I caught your open the other day, Jim, and, you know, I was like, I better get my ass in here. And, and first of all, I've liked Antonio Pierce since dude was an IDP star on my fantasy squad way back in the day. But, you know, Jim, there's one thing that everybody needs to know about AP, and this is he is the only coach in Raiders history whose team committed the fewest penalties in the NFL over a full season. That is right. You are hearing me correctly, Vance Mack. The Raiders' 75 penalties this year led the freaking league. Not Chucky, not Tom Flores, not Madden, not even the Godfather can claim that. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, dude has carte blanche to say whatever the hell he wants. It's not like it makes a difference anyway. You know, I'm I'm not going to get glassy-eyed about Pierce going five and four when the Raiders defense, I mean, when they faced backup quarterbacks in six of those nine games. And all the while, KC, they beat four of the six highest scoring teams in, 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 in the playoffs on their way to back-to-back Lombardis. You know, and that's called keeping it real. But, you know, I, I do like the move. I think there's a lot of lessons learned from the Basacha episode a couple of years ago. This was actually a no-brainer for our owner. And by the, by the way, dude telling someone else to get smart while he's sporting that lattice rip, that lettuce rep, it's just priceless. You know, I am liking the vibe, Jim, kind of like partying like back when it was in 1999 when we came off an 8-8 eight and eight season with Donald freaking Hollis at quarterback, but everybody knew the silver and black were heading in the right direction. Jim, that's all I got. Short call. I'm in town to see Pops. I'm bringing the great weather. Probably catch up on the boy Silk. And uh, I am out. Got a dude. Raider Mike. Legend. Legend. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everybody feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Let's go to Iray. Iray, is there any way to know who came first? Or was it Trapper, maybe even? Well, Romy, first of all, how you doing, my friend? Good, <laughs> good, dude. How about boy? you? Over fine, buddy. Over fine. Listen, 
I got a pretty good memory for that stuff, even though you would probably dispute that due to my large chemical intake over the decades. But I do have a pretty sharp mind for that stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, I can remember calling you. It wasn't the 80s. It was in the 90s. It was like 91, maybe, maybe late 1990. But I think I started calling in March of 91. And the only name that you mentioned that I remember hearing you talking about was, I'll give you, I, I want to hear you. Who, who do you think it was? I already answer the question. Don't answer the question by asking me a question. Well, I'm asking you. You're the host, Romy. Come on. You don't know the answer to that? It's, it's the CEO. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it might be the CEO. That's what I, That's why I named him the CEO. That would have been my guess. That's why he got glossed yeah. the CEO. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And he, he is the one guy that I can remember that predated me. I can remember when Mike started calling me, me, Mike and Silk all started calling right about the same time. All right. Here's another one. How about JT the brick? When did JT start JT, calling? JT probably goes back as far as Pat. I wonder, like here's the thing I read. Let me, let me jump in. Thanks dude. You actually, that is pretty lucid for you to say March of 91. You might be right. Because I got to 690 in December of 1990, but I didn't actually get a show, I don't think, until the middle of 91. So I'm not sure that you called me unless you were calling me on the Scrub Saturday show. Because when I started there, it was the Scrub Saturday show, not an everyday show, the Scrub Saturday show. And then I got the night show opportunity. Now, the CEO... Might not have been Gloss the CEO because he got there first, but rather he was there early and often and took ownership. The CEO showed up for every single event. The CEO showed up for every single appearance. The CEO showed up every single Christmas and brought a present. Like he was the CEO because of his ownership of the show and not necessarily because he got there first. So I don't know that the CEO was first. There's no way of knowing, honestly. You, CEO. Thanks, Iray. That helped kind of, sort of, not really. Tim in Texas. Hey, Tim, what's going on? How are you? Romy, happy Friday. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Listen to your show all the time. And uh, for all you clones out there, listen. Rome is the sports radio. What the Pope is to religion. Live it. Okay? I owe you an apology, man. And I just wanted to say this. In 1998, I was at the Final Four watching my beloved Tar Heels get run up and down the floor by Stanford. Number one seed in the tournament, player of the year, couldn't get it done, lost on Saturday night, and I was drowning my sorrows in $8 beers. I went to the restroom, came out, and who was standing right there in front of me, my man? You, the Romanator. I was just in awe. I shook your hand. I took your picture. Told you how much I love the show, and I just want to apologize for being being stupid. But uh, it was one of the greatest things to meet you there. There was a lot of people at that gig. A lot of people go to Final Fours and Super Bowls. But, man, seeing you there was amazing. So I just wanted to say that. Bro, I appreciate you so much. You have nothing to apologize for. 
That's great. I love that story. 1998, San Antonio, the Final Four. DJ was there with me. Welcome to the jungle. A tremendous Monday to you. My name is Jim Rome. Hope you had a good weekend. Nice to have you here. I am broadcasting live from Southern California and really happy to be here. Let's get it. Commissioner Ears and company decided to jump the very same shark once again. They basically decided to pull the shark out of the water and have the shark jump the shark this time. Get around a bunch of homeless crooks in San Francisco. My man was that bored that he went that hard on Frisco. We were all all that bored with that game. Can't even walk around. Now. You see, I did find positive things to say about that game. You can't walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof bag. I guess I owe it to my fans. That's this might have been the most insufferable part of the entire weekend, and it's got nothing to do with any of the terrible basketball. La Cap on the La Microphone. I've never been that great with praise. Stop lying to people. Vincent Goodwill. I mean, if I'm Jock Vaughn, I'm saying, hey, y'all couldn't let me just stay in Cabo. You're gonna do this on Monday morning. You couldn't have done this on Sunday night. If I gotta bring my happy ass back to Brooklyn, New York, where it's probably snowing right now. Name one time in my career that I ever, quote, punched a fart box. And dropping zingers like tongue-punching fart boxes. Ah. This has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. If you're one of his players, how are you feeling right now? He said we're slow. He said we're weak. He said we're unathletic. But those dudes are going to be ready to run through a wall or run to the portal. War Patino using angel hair pasta as a contrast. Ah. But the real MVP could probably be found up on the second floor. Dude, dude, no, no, no. The second floor, Alvin. The second freaking floor, Alvin. <clears throat> we're going to go with Caleb Williams and Drake May and Jaden D. And we're going to go to Penix and Bodix and McCarthy and Michael Brad. And then we're going to go with Spencer Rattler from the Gamecocks. Yeah! Dave Roberts joining us. You know what? I, I just sort of live in a world of common sense. To watch him on the day-to-day, Romy, is something really, really special. But if he don't win this year, he's going to get canned. If they don't win four, it's a butt. Bill Self, incredibly, last week you were ejected for the first time in 20 one years yeah. at KU. It was a four-letter word, but it wasn't what you think. It was joke. But you know, in all honesty, probably had it coming. Email. Bill Self ejected for the J word. Jardians. Well played. Especially if the fat was <laughs> mixing a salad. Hashtag JN. That's two. You're gone. Get out of here. Why don't you push away from the table for once? That's three. You want another one? No. JN. You got one more right there. We got knock off the head of the snake. Fifteen. You mean like affect the head cut off the head sounds like ap was channeling triple g andrew brant yeah that's something they don't want to comment on they're not happy i can tell you that and my sense would be antonio pierce got a call raider fan rich cannon ain't walking through that door remember when for two decades the raiders stink and the Chargers would sweep the season series i don't understand why you're doing this and now you've got all the media outlets going in on Doc. It's not what I wanted to do. It's like I had no pleasure in jumping in any bed that may have been infested with bed bugs in Vegas. Now I can't get it out of my head. Randy Bennett joining us. I'm glad you mentioned Augustus. I was going to ask you about him. Like, So a new Augustus. Augustus, sweetheart, save some room for later. VX! Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Prize picks. So I go over to prize Global picks. Global warming. Global warming. Jim, this stuff's so easy. It sounds so easy by the time you were done with it. Gary? Gary Garcia? Ted Nugent thinks that's over the top. It's Mount Rushmore, bro. It's not Mount Baldy. How you lose 40 pounds? You're on a strict diet of blow. How did I do it? How did I do it? I had a blow regimen, and I stuck to it. I had a blow process. Strict diet of blow. Bruce Bochy joining us. Well, our led the American League in fielding percentage. Our fielders aren't fielding well. So much was talk about our hitting. Our hitters aren't hitting well. Our pitching, our bullpen was a challenge. Pitchers aren't pitching well.
And what's your beef? My beef is with you for mispronouncing my daughter's name on her cameo. It's Saidi, not sorry. Kooks that want to have the most wonderful and unique spelling of child's name. You're just making their life difficult forever. What a burger, Kooks. Look at all your cars and your measly drive through Ah, uh, I mean lack of cars. It's a degenerate at the craps table. He rubs the felt, rotates the dice. Hey, Senor Rome. Vince here, hey. Ah. I'm doing a circuit, man. I got four machines going. I go, oh, you paying for four memberships? How much did you spend on you today? To love and to cherish, till you lose and are beltless and no longer champion, because then I'm out of here. The way that he wants to play and try to disrupt the game you know, with, with their pressure, that's a phone ring that I haven't figured out how to change yet. My phone just blasted me, Jim. Run me. Ah. They, they tried to slap the franchise tag on me, but I bailed and signed a lucrative multi-year free agent contract with Lockheed Martin. <coughs> Overfine, buddy. Overfine. Way to get that today, Alvin. You love the pitch, don't hey, you? Hey, Jim, I'm trying to have as many jobs as you. I'm more fat chicks with dirty neck. You're my guy, Romy. Take care. Less thinking equals Dom. Take over. Less than 1.5 three-pointers. Thanks, Romy. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I love you, Coach. Rome is the sports radio. What the Pope is to religion. Live it. Good night now! Good night now!